you gotta do the warm up. Yeah. Me 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 me. Welcome everybody to Random Draw Podcast, episode number eleven. Right? Yeah. Episode number eleven. <laughs> You're getting nods. I am your host, Daniel Mann. I'm here with Mark Belial. Hey guys. Dave Hubbard. That's me. We are. Uh, if you haven't heard up to this point, I I don't mean. Why would you start at 11? But <laughs> if you don't know, we're a board game podcast. We talk about board games and other nerdy stuff throughout the episode, and but mostly board games mm-hmm. and maybe role-playing games, war games, whatever, anything. <laughs> we'll talk about stuff. We'll talk about whatever happens. We mm-hmm. do it every other week sort of thing-ish. And then, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're not professionals. We don't keep a schedule. Oh, I think that's abundantly clear. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't noticed by the opening yes. that you got just now. Oh, man. We'll, don't worry, guys. We'll get this train on the tracks. Nah. <laughs> nah. No, um, but we got to play a lot of games this week, this last couple weeks, which mm-hmm. is awesome, which is always good. We always play a lot of games, but a lot of times it's the games we've played already. But this week we got a lot of new games. So, yeah. Dave, what do we play? Let's start off by talking about a game that Mark and I were real bad at. Mm-hmm. Quick Pick Mutant Dinosaur Park. Yeah. So quick. So if you're not <laughs> sure what Quick Pick Mutant Dinosaur Park is. Then, yes, that y- sounds right to me. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> this was a game that we got for my daughter, who is seven. It is um, just a small game. It's like mm-hmm. 10 ten dollars or something like that really cheap it's like one deck of cards yeah it's like Mm -hmm. what so it's a deck of playing size cards and then coaster size cards that represent all these mutant dinosaurs so there's like 24 ish i don't know something like that they're all like really neat cartoony style like they pop they're very colorful yeah and they all look pretty bills yeah some of them have bills some are underwater squid things (laughs) some of them are clearly pokemon ripoffs oh yeah absolutely won't go there fly yeah Yeah. uh they call them snokemons (laughs) they they don't they don't call them that um, so the point of this game is you flip over the card. If you, it's your turn, you flip over a card and you have a card that matches one of the coasters up on the board. And then you make whatever noise you think that monster would in turn make. And then everybody else at the table slaps their hand down on one of the coasters and it, whoever gets it right gets that card and that is a victory point. And now I have described the game. Yeah, those, <laughs> those are all the rules. The, the fun of this game is looking around at all these like ridiculously mm-hmm. drawn dinosaurs and then trying to come up with whatever the absolutely insane sound your friend just made is. Right. And so myself and Amber, my wife, had a benefit because we had played it the day before. Mm-hmm. So with I Kira. Ca- with my Kira. Kira's playing this game with all yeah. of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I had heard both their sounds for most of these monsters and they didn't really change them up too much. So I had an idea. And the same with them. They had an idea mm-hmm. of what sounds I was going to make. Because like you can make whatever sound you want, but people are, have to guess. So yeah. it's like you can't, you're trying not to go off the wall. Right. And some of the some of the dinosaurs definitely lend themselves to certain noises. Yeah, there's, sure. there's like a couple really dopey looking ones. Right. There's yeah. like a couple really big ones. There's a couple angry ones. Yeah, and there's like underwater bird and underwater ones, bird ones. So you can like do whatever. But it's it's such a silly game, mm-hmm. and it, it's for children. Obviously, it's like four and up, and then one child and then five adults played this game. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and the one child did far better than two. Oh, of yeah, those yeah, she yeah. Got it. Her Damn. imagination still works. But so, so right. that's good. Mine's been ground down and polished <laughs> yeah, by everyday life. Unless I can see it in my hand, I don't understand it. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. it turns out Mark and I are just logical sequential noise makers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. everything was like, ah, <laughs> I don't understand what you're trying to do. Yeah, But yeah, it's a fun game. It's cheap. And if you have kids, you should definitely pick it up. It's, oh, yeah, it's, it's a, a fun little game. It, I mean, your kids are going to be making noise anyway. Yeah, might as well <laughs> might as well make a game out of it. That yeah, is yeah. such a true statement about children in general. Yeah, they're going to make noise. 
Might as well give him something to make noise at. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we moved on to a dexterity game after that, Tokyo Highway. So Tokyo Highway is based on Tokyo, the Tokyo Highway. It is a, if you're listening right now, just Google a picture of it. It's congested and it's like, it's such like, a crazy design. It's, like roads on roads on roads. Yeah, it's overlapping. Mm-hmm. It's And somehow it, it works for them. But apparently there is a lot of traffic there. I've never driven on the Tokyo Highway. It works because you drive on the left-hand side. Like if you drive on the right-hand side, <laughs> it would work at right. all. Disaster. <laughs> so uh, to- Tokyo Highway is a dexterity game. So you get, it's crazy because in the box, there's not a lot in the box. What you get is some shapes that are essentially like buildings you could place around They're like you know, giant, your table. They're like giant cylinders, maybe six inches tall. Yeah, or... like, uh, like squares. Yeah. And everything yeah. is great. <laughs> yeah. Everything's great. It's like for uh, your cars and these um, junctions are yellow mm-hmm. uh, cubes. Uh, uh, not so, cubes, cylinders. cylinders. Um, so the point of this game is you have what looks to be gray popsicle sticks. Those mm-hmm. are your roads. They mm-hmm. also feel like gray popsicle they, they, sticks. I, they do. I'm 100% <laughs> sure that this factory is just people eating popsicle sticks, like wiping them down, <laughs> spray painting them gray. Like throw it in the box. Oh, it's time for my lunch break. <laughs> yeah. oh, another grape. Come on. Come on. <laughs> So uh, you have these, those are your roads, and then you have these little cylinders, which are the pillars that hold the roads up. Mm -hmm. The goal of the game is to place all of your cars. Depending on how many players you have, you either have fewer or more cars. The more players you have, the less cars you have to place. So what you do is you always have to either add another cylinder or remove another cylinder to add your next road. Mm-hmm. And if you go over or under another player's road, you then get to place a car depending on how many roads you go over under. So if you go over or under two roads, you get to place two cars on your road. Mm-hmm. And that is the game. And so it's not like Jenga. If you knock everything over, um, the game ends. Although if you are towards the end of the game and you knock everything over, the game ends. The game, is, yeah. the game ends. <laughs> because yeah, it's too yeah. much to put back together. But the rule is if you knock something thing over and it belongs to another player you have to give them your cylinders which the cylinders are basically the pylons that you right. use to build the roads on right. right you have a limited yeah. amount of those so giving those away could hinder you it's never hindered us at all because uh, we just <laughs> knock it over before it happens or someone just wins right right it's a lot of fun this game is a, a real good time but it is funny to see like these full-grown men and these little cars are so tiny oh, they're so <laughs> small yeah yeah and i don't know if you guys would believe this like i feel like most <laughs> Most nerds aren't graceful creatures. Yeah. Mm, I know that I am not a graceful <laughs> creature. And it comes, so the game also comes with this plastic set of tweezers. That <laughs> Which is were the my most downfall. Unhelpful oh my <laughs> you think you would look at them, you're like, oh, I will need tweezers for oh, this yeah. game, but they're not easy to use. No. <laughs> and they're not big. My so, favorite, so we were getting towards the end of our, yeah. our first game, and like I was going for the win. I was putting my last car up on the highway, and I loaded it up in these tweezers. And I'm like, this is going to be easy. I just got to take the tweezers, I got to put it on the road. The car comes rocketing out of my <laughs> out of the tweezers like a missile and like just knocks down all of the stuff. Well, because these tweezers are like these pl- these very cheap plastic mm-hmm. things, and mm-hmm. so you squeeze it all on your car, and they'll just pop open and <laughs> shoot. The yeah. Car. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, and it's so once you knock some someone else's stuff over, you have to give them, and then you have to replace everything. Like you have to build it back up like it was, which is also hard mm-hmm. because now everything's underneath all the other roads, yep. and it's like this whole thing. But that, I mean, that is definitely the point of the game. But it is a lot of fun. It's a fun little dexterity mm-hmm. game, yeah. And it's quick, like you, especially with like a bunch of oafs like us. Like we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna knock it over ten minutes into the game, so it's not really gonna matter. Yeah. But it is cool. It's like a yeah. simple game too. It's really cool. I like the like the gray. Like 
like there's like a really simplistic beauty to the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where like it's just like it's really just simple shapes and like once you have all this stuff built, it's like primarily gray, but these like beautiful like little splashes of color like everywhere. With the cars, With the cars yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. like it really is if you can finish a game or or halfway through the game once people start crossing over each other's roads, it's like a piece of art on the table mm-hmm. because it's so it's like this abstract thing that's all over the place. The designers of this game um are two Japanese gentlemen who apparently are like some sort of engineers or something that could be a lie but i think <laughs> i think i heard that somewhere i love it but uh they live in tokyo so they have an idea of the tokyo highway so they it came up with this idea and it turns out a really fun time yeah it really and it's such a simple thing to teach too because mm-hmm. the, there's like three rules uh, yeah three it's, four rules of the game and it's weirdly terrifying so like late game mm-hmm. when you're trying to weave this road like under one road and over another one and you're putting it through but then trying to hold it on both sides and not wiggle too much yep. and knock all the roads off. yeah like it's terrifying and in it's a, not, in a fun way and it's not like you can't adjust other people's stuff so if you bump something a little bit it doesn't fall off it's fine just adjust their road back mm-hmm. like it was and and it's fine you could touch other people's stuff but like you can't have your road resting on a road mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. so it, sometimes you're like oh i just just weave it through there and then you're like trying to work it and it just doesn't go because like no matter what you do and that's what i can't remember if i was playing with you guys or i was playing with somebody else but i went to go put down a road and i don't know what happened but my hand just like jerked down for a second as soon as it did it just hit everything and it just like exploded outward and i was still standing there like holding my road in my hand like oh no and i yeah. i didn't do well i lost that game yeah it's, it's really cool because like a lot of the a lot of the fun comes from the game of like trying to like make it more difficult for other people so like mm. I think Kira at one point like double backed one of her roads mm-hmm. yeah and it was like oh no now it's a nightmare it was going up and now it's double backed and going down right. so like how do you thread like how do you get these gigantic useless hands <laughs> <laughs> and like, Kira's got those tiny little hands and it, yeah. like so to her picking up a car was not that hard like, no, <laughs> yeah. it's like it fit perfect in yeah. her fingers it's, it's like, like picking stupid. up a matchbox right. car for us it's like my thumbnail like <laughs> dang it come on <laughs> yeah it's a good time so. yeah, it is fun it is yeah. A, you can get it on Amazon for like 40 bucks or mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that. And it's once you open it and you see the components, you're like, oh, I've wasted my money. But the gameplay itself is so fun that you'll easily make it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could also just do it yourself with enough popsicle, popsicle sticks. Popsicle sticks and <laughs> just right. little Some... cubes of wood. Yeah. <laughs> like, you'll be fine. <laughs> oh, man. What's everyone's favorite popsicle? Quick round table. Dave? I like those the like chocolate fudgy ones. Uh, yeah. Like the yeah. So you like lick them the first time <clears throat> on the outside and it just tastes like ice. And it seems like it's not going to be that great. But as soon as you start going, you like a Beautiful. Yellow pudding pop. Yeah, like that beautiful fudgy mm-hmm. flavor comes out. Those are always my favorite. Um, I like an orange creamsicle. Oh, oh good choice too. That's what yeah. I, I'm yeah. into. I like that the mix. Like once you go like orange, 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 and then once it like gets through to the cream, you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, sweet <laughs> metamorphosis. <heaven. laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the butterfly of frozen trees. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, deep within this orange cocoon, <laughs> there's a vanilla butterfly just waiting to come out. So good. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Dave. I like the uh, I like the chocolate fudge. Mm. I like a fudge. Uh, yeah. I I haven't had one in forever. Oh yeah, it's not something I buy at the no. store. No, but no, no, no. If I ever eat one, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is really yeah, good. Like, I, th- but, I like the vanilla ones too. Oh yeah, those are, yeah I mean, they're all good. Baby. Well, vanilla. <laughs> so I always say this. I don't like vanilla. I say this even right now. I don't like vanilla. Then the second I have vanilla anything, I'm like, oh, vanilla is really good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I never exactly. buy. I never want to buy yeah. it. Yeah, like vanilla ice cream. Great. Yeah, I don't want vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Then I eat it. I'm like, oh no, vanilla is good. I also really like the ones. 
ones that have like the joke on it. Like you read the opening oh, of the yeah. joke, but then you have to eat it to get to the punchline. <laughs> Which I'm going to do anyway. So it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I'm in this. It's a good way to get closure. I in life. feel like I'm an adult who could buy my own fudge sickles whenever I want, and yet I never do. Yeah. Well, it's just like one of those deals. Like, you know, as a thing you really appreciate because it's not around often. Yeah. It's but like it ki- could be. But it could be. It could I be. Mean, <laughs> it could be. You should part. see the things I buy. <laughs> I do the grocery shopping most <laughs> yeah. of the time. Like, there's no reason I can't buy them. I don't even look at them. It's not like I walk by and, like, oh, maybe I should buy these. I don't even, like, glance yeah. in the right. section. Yeah. You know, All right. So uh, we played Machikuro. Uh, Machikuro yeah. with the Harbor Ooh. Expansion. This is actually a game that I've owned for a very long time. I got it early in our board gaming days. And we played it a couple of times. I remember Andre owned it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found it fun. Uh, so I picked it up in the Harbor Expansion. I've taught some friends how to play it as well. And then it's probably been three years, four years. Yeah, oh, easily. Like more than that. Yeah. Probably more yeah, since three. we've actually played it. Yeah. And so I was talking to a friend at work um, who was getting into board games, and she said she just picked this up. So I, I was like, hey, guys, let's pull this back out, play it, talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. I remembered really liking this game. Mm-hmm. And now with how many games we've played, I don't think it held up. Yeah. So even when we started playing it, I'm like, oh, this game is fun until it's not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it is a fun idea of a game, but then it, it's all based on a roll of a dice. So it can quickly like, especially for me, I had four turns in a row where I couldn't do anything just because mm-hmm. of a roll of a dice, mm-hmm. which is like, I don't want to play a game where I'm not doing anything. The play of this game is basically you're building a, a tableau. You're building a uh, large area in front of you with different cards. So there's a a group of cards in the middle of the table that everyone can purchase. Everyone starts with a certain amount of money. Then on your turn, you pick up a die, you roll that die, and then that number dictates what happens. Everyone's buildings has dice numbers on the top of the building, and so each building has different powers. Sometimes they'll give you a coin. Sometimes they go with other buildings that give you more coins. Um, There's a lot of combinations of buildings. Some buildings give you a coin if someone else rolls that number. Mm -hmm. Some buildings are restaurants, and so uh, if you roll that number, then you came to my sushi restaurant, and you actually owe me coins. You came to mm -hmm. all of the sushi restaurants, so if everybody has a sushi (laughs) restaurant, you apparently went to all of them you were real hungry dan i want to test all this sushi. <laughs> now, the same thing with the pizza restaurants yeah. apparently i had yep. nine pizzas today <laughs> I love mm, so good I love uh, let me just tell you something <laughs> so this is a funny story and my daughter is with me this weekend so last night we um couldn't figure out what we want for dinner so we were like let's just have whatever we want so i ended up making myself scrambled eggs and toast which i love i mm-hmm. love scrambled eggs and toast so i made that and i was like ah, i'm still hungry so i for some reason have been on an Uncrustables kick <laughs> and it's not for Kira it's for me so I was like oh I'll have an Uncrustable so I ate that and then I, we had some pizza like whatever a week ago and uh-huh. we had some in the fridge I was like let me just polish that off so I <laughs> then I had the pizza so I had eggs and then I had uh, Uncrustable and then I had uh, pizza and Kira in the car on the, on the way here to record she goes you know last night for dinner you had like an entire day's worth of meals <laughs> you, had like, breakfast, lunch, and you had breakfast lunch and dinner for dinner and I was sitting there thinking about it I was like oh my gosh that's the <laughs> disgusting like, like what are you doing with your life like stop oh. eating so much food at one meal but anyway that's what i felt like and when i rolled a dice i went and ate all of yeah, my meals right. it just went on a real one. terrible like sushi bender yeah i was just like oh i made a mistake so the so the game is basically you on your turn rolling this dice and then spending your money on you can only buy one thing spending your money on one building and then it's the next person's turn you just go until you basically buy these main buildings at the bottom each one of them gives you a new power like want to let you roll two dice instead of one if you want stuff like that once you unlock all the buildings at the bottom you win the game and that's it so the entire
entire point of the game is to get money, buy buildings that will then get you more money, and then get more money so that you can buy buildings that will let you win the game. Like, right. that is how the yeah. game is played. Yep. So what Dan was talking about earlier is the downside. So he had a really string of bad luck early. Yeah. Every die that he rolled, every die that everyone else rolled just never gave him money. And right. there's mm-hmm. nothing you can do about that. Because I don't have money to buy buildings to right. help my odds. Exactly. Because I don't have any money because I didn't do good rolls. Yeah. So if I did get money and then I would roll my next turn because you have to roll before you purchase yep. something. So I would have four gold or whatever. Mm. And I would roll and then, oh no, I went on my sushi bender. So I now <laughs> have spent all of my four gold. Now my turn is over and now I have to wait until my next turn. Mm-hmm. And who knows what will happen. And so four times in a row of that and I just couldn't do anything, which is like a killer it's, for a game. It's crushing because like it takes you out of the game like, right it's, it's so hard to have a good time when everything is predetermined for right. you and I, I and i've said this before like i don't mind losing a game but i i want to be part of the game yeah like i yeah i don't care if i i win or lose but i do want to play like mm-hmm. i don't want to be excluded and so it's just bad dice rolls i mean and i get it and i'm all like i love to make fun of dave for bad dice rolls because he's like the worst <laughs> at it i get so many it's but amazing. i got just like a little taste of like <laughs> of my normal uh, life yeah, yeah of like dave <laughs> world who just a taste of Dave's I, yeah, existence. And I did not like it. <laughs> Welcome to my yeah, life, Daniel. I did not enjoy it. I, I feel like at the end of your fourth thing, I did just look at you. I was like, welcome to my dice. I, I was just like, <laughs> like escape. And then like the first time, like, okay, it's fine. Like I didn't get yeah, anything like the first it, time. It's mm-hmm. happened all of us. But then by like the third time, I was like, what is this what, game? Like what, what are we even playing? Right now? And I'm watching other people just build their like tableaus like more and more. And like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I, I'm not going to win this one. It's fine. Yeah, it's really the way the restaurants and stuff pay out too. Mm-hmm. Like if you're just having some if you're like you're next to somebody who's having terrible luck mm-hmm. like dan like mm-hmm. if dan can't afford to go to your restaurants then like that doesn't make any money for you yeah and dan never paid full price at restaurants because no. he never had enough cash I, I never had enough cash and then that's the other thing too so let's say someone pays out and a bunch of us have the same restaurants well they go around the table paying people mm-hmm. so sometimes like you may not just get paid because they don't have enough money when it comes to get to you yeah. so you're just kind of out of luck because yeah. everybody else had a I feel pizza like, joint i feel too. like that happened to a couple mm-hmm. yeah. a couple people yeah, I mean, it almost makes sense to like pay them in order. Like here, here's a coin for you. Here's a coin. Well, and, no, that's, that is and that's how it works. That is how it works. But, but I mean, with, the, and then like you'd be like, all right, here's the second coin for you. Second that is exactly. That's, that's, that is, is it works. really? Yeah. But it doesn't. It still may not always get to you. So, so especially if me, I only have three coins, yeah. and I go to four places, the fourth person doesn't get my coin. That's uh, what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, Dan just had so little money that he and died and dashed on the last. Yeah. I still want sushi, but I can't afford sushi. That's right. That's right. So it's just like. Everything almost works in this game. Like everything mm-hmm. is so close to working. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people like this and and I suppose it, it could be fun. It just doesn't like it doesn't work all the way. At its core, I think it is sort of like an engine builder. Yeah. And that's why I was saying what I said earlier. I like the concept of it a lot. There are just engine builders out there that have done this so much right. better. Mm-hmm. At Everybody yeah. says space. I've never played it, but space base. They said it's mm. like March, Machi Koro done correctly. Oh, so okay. I'd love to play it because I like the idea of Machi Koro. I just don't like Machi Koro. And it's not like I had a bad time playing it. No, no, no. It. no. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like, it's just like, oh, okay, I can understand why if you are an experienced gamer, like Machi Koro is kind of a letdown. Yeah, and I, I don't want to be like gatekeeper gamer, like yeah. <laughs> don't play that game. But like it, you should play that game if you're first getting in games. But if you have played a lot of games, I think you could find uh, games that do that better. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's really all I have to say about that. So there goes Machi Koro. We, uh, oh, here's a, we played a big game, big old game, Heroes of Land, Sea, and Air. We actually played this 
right after we recorded the last podcast. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so I kickstarted this on the second printing. So okay. I, I was like uh, one printing behind. So this game kickstarted for like a, a gajillion dollars and then they shipped those all out and no copies went to retail. Mm. So then a second printing came up and I happened to just stumble across that. So uh, Heroes of Airland and Sea, that is um, from Gameland Games. They make all the um, tiny epic, whatever, tiny okay, epic yeah. western. Mm-hmm. I tiny think I have epic. two of those. Yeah, I, I own a couple too. And mm-hmm. those games are great. They're yeah. just like these little square games. So this is the complete opposite. This is a big game. This it's game is huge. huge. And it has the best name ever. Yeah, Heroes of Lancia. <laughs> yeah, it's stick, sticking point with me. Yeah, but this is me trolling Mark. Yeah, the guys, the guys know I really hate this name. Like, it, it's just so vanilla. Like, I, it doesn't I, tell it you anything vanilla about and, it. It is vanilla, but I am so indifferent to it. Mm, like, I don't care what a game is I named. Know. I, I, I guess, almost, yeah, I almost never care. Because you guys are like, well, what, what would you call it? And I'd be like, I don't know what I would have <laughs> yeah, called yeah, it. Like, I don't know. It's, I would have called it Warcraft. It is. Like, uh, like, yes. Yeah. It yeah. Is you know, to be fair, this is, and I'm not talking like uh, Warcraft the MMO, like Warcraft 2 and 3, like yeah. when it was yeah. RTS yeah. way back in the so, day. So this game is a 4X game, and it's funny because the What are the X's? Exterminate, Expand, Extreme? Explore. 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 Extreme. Exploit. Exploit. Yeah, yeah. Exploit. So those four X's in this game are actually what counters the end game. Mm-hmm. in this game which is pretty interesting yeah. so mm-hmm. this is a huge map and it is a dudes on a board map and then you have your own <laughs> my, fa- my favorite subgenre of board yeah, games dudes, dudes, dudes on a board, on a board. <laughs> dudes extreme. on a board extreme <laughs> heroes of land air and sea what's your favorite dudes on the board <laughs> map is it uh, is it Tony Hawk's pro board builder Tony Hawk no what was the oh, what, CNC surf company or whatever for the <laughs> SNES <laughs> yeah, or whatever yeah, right um, so so in this game you are uh, trying to get more victory points than the other players. If you have the more victory <laughs> like points. Like most games. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. have the most victory points in this game, congratulations, you have won this game. So, mm-hmm. shocker there. Yeah, so big <laughs> change in the rules. Everybody has a different uh, race mm-hmm. of, of characters, and they, they have generic ones. They have humans, dwarves, elves, orcs, orcs, orcs. Uh, goblins. I was also the lion people uh, once. Lion King, uh, Undead, yeah. and there's one more. One, I don't there, a lizard. A bu- lizard folk. Lizard, oh, lizard. Yeah. Um, yep. There is a bunch. So this plays up to six players. Mm. So and we played a six-player game and a three-player game. We played a five-player five game. Oh, sorry, five-player yeah. so, player. So the core game itself, the core game of Heroes of Airland and Sea, come with just four races and a board to play four people. I bought one of the expansions, which gives you another board that attaches to the main board and four more races. Mm-hmm. So you can play up to six people. In this game, you have your own little capital city, and it has a place where you can build buildings and hire workers. Hire workers. Like it's this, There's also right. a worker placement aspect to it, yeah, and the, there is. the board is where you do and that. The, and the worker placement thing is what I think this game did so incredibly. Mm -hmm. So the way you have two um, little wooden cubes, which are your action cubes, you have on top of your town board, you have four things on the left side and four things on the right side. And these are things you can pick with your little wooden cubes. And you also have your main people for your city are serfs, which are uh, like slaves almost. They're your peasant folk. Yeah, your peasant yeah they're like folk. your peons. From yeah. Like if we're going back to the Warcraft Yeah, analogy. they're like your peons. Yeah. And then you have yeah. soldiers, which are soldiers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you have these people in your capital city, not out on the board, and let's say I want to do something on the four that's on the left, 
everybody else in the game can follow that and do that same thing by just moving one of their serfs there, mm -hmm. which is a cool thing. Mm -hmm. So it keeps you in between turns could be a little bit long in this game. So it keeps you inside the game. Right? Yeah, like involved in what's going right. on. Right. You're not mm -hmm. just sitting there staring at a person until four more people go into your turn finally. And yeah. at the end of every round, yeah, there's round cleanup. So it allows you to do more than two actions in yep. a round because you've got these mm -hmm. serfs that also do stuff. Like which yep. is awesome. Yep. And then if you do something on the right side, you can follow it, but only you can follow it. So if I want to, that's your action. So like um, march or fly or move cast your ship or cast. Yeah, yeah, that's all stuff you can do out in the world. Everything on the left side is like build a building, recruit more workers, mm -hmm. um, tax, 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 yeah, tax your, yep. your people or uh, learn more magic spells. Mm -hmm. You just go through this this game and you can explore the board. There's tokens in all the territories. Which is so much fun. I love so any game where I get to explore in any fashion. I feel Absolutely. like that is the majority of the way that we end that game. Like I think both times yeah. we've we've just explored the board. Yep. Yeah. So that mm -hmm. is that is how you cause the end game is one of the ways is to flip over all the land tokens. So all you have to do is move into the land token. You flip it over and you do whatever that token is. Mm -hmm. So once all those are flipped over that um, causes the end game. You have that. You finish that one round, and then you have one whole more round to just get as many victory points as you possibly can. Mm -hmm. That's the explore, exterminate. If you kill someone else's capital city, you have exterminate, and then that causes the end game. Mm -hmm. Which uh, I actually like because otherwise you'd have <clears throat> player elimination, and I hate player elimination. Right. Right. Well, I mean, you'll have player elimination. So if your capital gets killed, like you're out of the game, but it's one more round in the yeah. game. Yeah. The game's so basically yeah. over. It's over. Something's yes. gone terribly wrong if they've destroyed your capital. City. Yeah, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. so wrong although i well i almost got mark to destroy my capital <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll go into that in a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what uh, so explore exterminate oh, expand expand oh uh, yeah uh, little towers, towers that you build so you have these towers that you could build on different continents if you end up building all three of your towers that is you have expanded also Wouldn't, it's never happened never, never happened had more than i think one tower. i was gonna say i think i've made one tower ever <laughs> well because people go and destroy them like it's, and it's what's the there. what's the other expanding is when you have got all of your little uh either all of oh. your figures on the board. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, yeah. yeah, expanding. Yeah, so when all of your guys, all of your uh, not hero characters, but all of your serfs and warriors, um, warriors out on the board, you have expanded to um, maximum expansion. Mm -hmm. And then that's it. So a lot of this, a lot, a lot of ways to gather um, victory points is through combat. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. and a this, huge way to gather victory so points. So the first time we played, I barely fought. I was <laughs> yeah. just like, let's just build everything up. It's going to mm -hmm. be fine. We were very <laughs> passive with each other. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, it took this game takes a long time. Oh yeah, uh, it, it's a long game, especially with five players. It took us like four hours or yeah. something like that. It was it was a long time. Um, it was a little slow. It, granted, it was our first time playing, but it, it was a little slow for various reasons. But fighting is how you get victory points. So mm -hmm. That is like the main way to get victory points. Mm -hmm. And this game is so crazy because you could go into a fight being heavily advantaged uh, with your numbers and lose that fight. Oh yeah, and because mm -hmm. so it, and that's something I had to get over. I always want to like build up a force and then rush in and have an easy victory. Well, it doesn't work like that in this game because there's so many variables that go mm -hmm. in with it mm -hmm. the second time we played we just played a three-player game and that helped me out a lot like oh, i'm gonna go fight if i lose it's not a big deal because i'm still getting victory points for it right yeah, so, and even if you get attacked and lose depending on what cards you're playing in the battle mm -hmm. that's how you get victory points right. so mm -hmm. someone else cannot stop you from getting victory points really right. which so is even if you get smashed in mm -hmm. a fight like yeah. you can still get like two victory points provided you have the resources to pay for the tactics that right. you're using which is also a very interesting mechanic because you can sacrifice your own dudes to guarantee yourself the resources mm -hmm. to play the card so you're not really stopped from 
from playing it. But what that also means is if you have like a leader, then attacking them is not necessarily the best strategy. Right. Because you can be giving them as many victory points as you just got from fighting them. And especially right. if like, and this happened in the second game. So in the second game, I couldn't get things going. Like I just couldn't get my engine. And that has... Oh, this, oh yeah, this is when you were playing the undead. I was the playing undead. the undead. Yeah. And this has, um, I mean, some to do with me and some to do with luck of the tokens in my, in my area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I could have planned around that a little bit. Oh, yeah. And I, I just chose to do different things without knowing that I was giving myself a disadvantage. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, um, the undead are all about harvesting souls, but you have to have enough uh, mana to harvest souls. And I didn't. I never did. Like I harvested one soul the whole game. And a lot of my stuff was based on harvesting souls. So I attacked Mark a couple times. But Mark and Dave fought a lot. And they were so far ahead of me in victory points that when they fought, it was they were both just getting a couple victory mm-hmm, points. Mm-hmm. So that's good for them, like getting that far ahead of me, but bad for me. But also not great for them because it's not like they're separating themselves from each other. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be very judicious about who you attack and at what point you attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think the first game I played as the orcs mm-hmm. and like I was very passive and it turns out like orcs are just built for fighting. Like right. You should be constantly fighting with the orcs. So your orcs, the, all of the races play very differently. And so in, different. In fact, this would be one of the only, and I don't even want to say complaints, but like tough things about this game is that there are so many individual rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So realistically, each race has a minimum of, I think it worked out to like 24 separate rules mm-hmm. just for that race. Yep. Right, because everything, like every building you build has a rule for that building, and then it has two more in case you upgrade your capital mm-hmm. building. And then your heroes all have three powers based on how mm-hmm. high your capital is So there's five buildings you can build, yeah. each of them having three different rules to follow. And then there's three heroes, each of them having three different yeah. rules to right. follow. You end up seeing that you miss things a lot. And, mm-hmm. and the other thing is I w- you'll go attack someone and then like, oh, my hero's there. He can do this. And you're like, oh, well, bummer. So the way I was thinking about it, like, oh, that's kind of annoying. I wish I knew that. But if I think about it like this is actual combat, like I may not have known mm-hmm. that. So yeah, exactly. I rushed in there and like, oh, my bad. That dude's there. Like he's going <laughs> to slaughter me. Right. And also like I could have asked. Like, yeah, so that, absolutely. So that is public knowledge. So like, yeah. you can't hide that. Right. If it's I all asked, flipped up in front of you. Yeah, what is the strength of this army? You have to tell me the honest answer. Yeah, yes. I'm not lying yes. to you yeah. about it. Like, oh, nothing. Nothing. So it's there was minus a, three. <laughs> <laughs> there was a situation we had where I had a hero with the power of I can pick another uh, space and move move all of the units from that space, whether they're mine or not, mm-hmm. onto a space. And uh, so I had my capital city, and I had something ridiculous, like 29 strength. And in this game, that is a lot. A mm-hmm. warrior has two strength. Yeah. So, yes. Like, that is a lot. Um, so I, uh, Mark had this big force I right like next to my capital force, city. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to march you onto my capital city. And then I'm going to wipe you out. Like, this is the best way I can ever wipe out this force. I have mm-hmm. no other chance with my regular units outside of my own capital. Yeah, I was just so like, I, I was literally just like marauding in your, yeah. in your planes. Yeah. So I march him into my own capital on my <laughs> turn, making him the attacker. And then he starts doing the math. <laughs> and it's like, oh, uh, but then this dude does this. But then because I have my capital city at level three and I have this building built, I get another two power from this. And it finishes where we're tied yeah like Like, whoops what (laughs) i might have just lost myself the game like there is a decent chance that i've just decided i will now lose my capital (laughs) (laughs) i have forced myself to lose this game and at that point i just laughed like even if i did lose 
That's hilarious. Oh, yeah, that is my fault. <laughs> yeah. I, yes. I did this. I absolutely brought this upon myself. Yeah, and there's like there's like different so tokens. Some of the tokens you flip over are like teleporters. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. uh, the last game, and we didn't end up using them, but it, it was kind of annoying. Like a teleporters appeared like right outside my capital city. Yes. So I could set up defenses, but you just use a teleporter to get on my front door. <laughs> it's just like, oh, that's so annoying. Yeah. So it's just like you're kind of at a loss of what you could do with, with some things. Like you can mitigate most things. Mm-hmm. But with uh, some of the tokens you flip over, what it is what it yeah, is. It and, is but that's part is. of the game. Like mm-hmm. that's part of what's fun about the game. And I it's think. certainly not game breaking. No, like, no, no. It'll like, help and or hinder, but that is it. And, mm-hmm. and like you said, like my capital has a lot of, of power. So mm-hmm. it's not like you're just going to roll in with a couple dudes and kill my capital. Like I, my capital's strong. That's mm-hmm. where everything is. It, it would be an accomplishment oh, if you killed somebody's so. capital. You would have to roll in pretty deep. Right. Like, yeah. Because to, by the time that you have the forces necessary to kill capital, they also have the forces necessary. <laughs> right. To and they're it. most likely inside the capital. And they're at like, they're sitting at like a level three capital anyway. Yeah. Like, so you can even upgrade your capital, which I thought was really like, yeah. super cool. Like, and each time you do it, it makes it naturally stronger. And the, com- the components for this game are, are so oh, awesome. unreal. Yeah. So you have minis for everything. So all your heroes have a, a specific mini, all your warriors have minis, all your serfs have minis. And then everything on the board. So there's aircraft in this, and then there's um, sea, a, boat. a boat, seafaring yeah, vessels. Because you're a hero of land, sea, sea and, and air. And air. air. <laughs> so all those are made up of, of cardboard, and they're folded into 3D figures. Your towers are all 3D towers. Your um, capital is three levels of towers so you when you upgrade to level two you add another level so it's just it just keeps going up and it's such a so i had to put all this together which was not my favorite thing but you did a good job though thanks yeah uh, i appreciated that yeah, i wasn't involved it took, it took forever it took like hours to do this but when i um once it gets to the table it looks so amazing mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. such a cool thing it's such a good footprint another thing i really like is there's not a lot of luck involved in combat like no. in combat you're right. using skill yeah and, and so there's these cards mm-hmm. in combat. You have to have resources to be able to pay for the different cards. But like I said, you can sacrifice your own dudes to get the resources. Mm-hmm. So right. you shouldn't almost ever be in a position where you cannot play a card. Right. Unless you have like one surf there. Yeah. But then, I mean. But then you're not winning that combat. You're not anyway, going to win that so. combat. So, yeah. Um, so I really like that. And there's a, a ton of strategy in this game. And we, I mean, we've only played it twice. So we haven't even like scratched the surface of this. But I really, really like this game. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like it with a higher player count. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say I think I had more fun in the lower player count, and it has nothing to do with the players. No, it no, is right. yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. not. No, it's it just such a. There's so much to keep track of yeah. already that with three players, I felt like I was actually had a handle on what was going on in the game. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas with five, I, I was so lost. It was so lost. Yeah, I was gonna say like four. I think would be my max. Yeah, four would be I my would max. Play, I would play with four. I would try it with five if all five of those players has have played it a bunch of times. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that way the game will go a lot faster. You're not explaining anything, but like. Three and four, like, I don't want to play it two-player, really. Mm-hmm. But three and four, like, I think that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think the game is really, really fun. There's just so much to do. You kind of feel overwhelmed at times. I will say one of my favorite things that this game did absolutely right, in and amongst a lot of other things, is the way the board is set up. Yes. When we first uh, chose initial placement on the board, I th- uh, everything is island. So, basically, mm-hmm. everyone sort of starts on their own island. 
So I thought, oh, man, depending on where you're set up, like you're surrounded. You've got like a person on both sides or mm-hmm. maybe you get lucky in a five player game, for instance. Yeah. And you've got an island next to you that nobody's on. And so you have some breathing room. But that's not how this board works. Right. So there are ferry terminals. Yep, there's I, ferries. Um, ferry that, lanes. That go all over. So it's a wraparound board and it wraps around all four directions. Yeah. Um, and then the ferry terminals go in between different islands. It's no more than like four to five movement to almost any space to, on yeah, the entire Anywhere. You could theoretically launch an invasion at any point on yeah. the board. Yeah. So at like any, if at you, any time. Oh yeah. If yeah. you see someone like gathering a bunch of troops, like you don't really know where they're going with <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Like, uh, like they could put it right on their coast, and you can have an army. Like I did to Mark. I I lost that battle by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but, like uh, Mark right. was right across the water, and I had troops gathering, and uh, it was pretty painfully obvious. Like that's what I was gonna do. But <laughs> but some of your troops, like your some of your heroes, like one movement. They have one movement. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I can suddenly jump to where Dave was because Mm -hmm. Dave would see it coming because I have one movement. So he would have some advance notice. Right. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting because like your natural uh, strategy would might be to have like a giant glob of units Mm -hmm. and then just like have a death ball of like things you are marching towards people. I would think I'd almost want to try to play it differently uh, next time of having just like bands of like two or three units. So and then kind of like like a hero and a warrior like marauding basically. So Mm -hmm. the max the max units you can have and it's not based on numbers or anything it's based on how many figures Mm -hmm. like it is Mm -hmm. five so an army can't exceed five yes so um you know if someone has five you're like oh no like that's that's not good yeah (laughs) oh no someone's gonna get it (laughs) yeah unless it's like five serfs and you're like "Eh, that's fine and then you can only move the army at the rate of the slowest slowest guy in the army yeah so i had four dudes there and one of them was my hero he was like the lich Mm -hmm. but he only moves one so i can only move one space at a time to even though my warriors or whatever can move two or three or whatever it is like i can't move that fast so it's the just... advantage of that though is then you have the boat and the flying thing uh, yep. mm-hmm. so like uh, every single race has a boat of some sort and they're pretty neat like yeah. uh, some of them are alligators or whatnot yeah like yeah. the orc is the alligator yeah. i think the humans just have like a regular boat and yeah. then you have a flying thing of some sort a flying contraption of some sort and each of those fits two units so you could take a unit a hero that can only move one and then stick it in your flying thing that moves four mm-hmm. with one other unit of its of your choice and now you've got a like strike team of these mm-hmm. two units that can and four movement like i said that's almost any space on the board yeah. practically you mm-hmm. can get to and yeah so you can load up your slower moving heroes in these in these ships and mm-hmm. they you move it now at the speed of the ship because it's yeah. carrying it's just like real life like, <laughs> yeah like i move at the speed of my car my it, car doesn't move at the speed exactly of me. thank and goodness it, it's a it's a good lesson for me too because as a, as a player like it, it's the same way like when i play rts's it's the same way when I play like war games, I will favor a defensive mindset first to make mm-hmm. sure that I am protected. Turtle in infrastructure. And yeah. it's it, exactly yeah. like, turtle up, build your infrastructure, then you can launch your strike force. Yeah. It literally was a hard lesson to know that no matter how much I wanted to turtle, like I was always going to be vulnerable. Right. Yeah. And for me, I'm not an overly aggressive player in, in really anything I've ever played, but this game benefits you if you are. Mm-hmm. So I think next time I'm going to play, I'm going to be overly aggressive. If I have one warrior, I'm going to attack you. Yeah. Like, murder yeah. death kill yeah fight, I, fight, I'm, fight. because that's my that's what i want to do i want to build my infrastructure i want to make myself real strong but you can't because everybody's doing that yeah. so you might as well just go out and attack that's where your victory points and, are and yeah. dudes are cheap like it, dudes, dudes are, are cheap. So cheap. Yeah, yeah that's the other thing too apparently in the heroes of land air and sea yeah <laughs> 
perfect name. Great Every name. time you say it, you it's just, just roll just, your you eyes. Just, you it, it's feel like the, me being disappointed. It's like you're falling asleep while uh, you're saying just, it. Here's a, yeah. Life is cheap, unfortunately, mm-hmm. yeah. in, in this world. So, like, I mean, you can get two surfs for three bread. Yeah. That's it's a deal. Good, I, take, good deal. I take that deal. <laughs> that's a steal right there. No, but yeah. I really like this game. I can't wait to play it again. It's, yeah. um, I was a little worried because it, it's kind of expensive. I was a little worried we weren't going to like it. And <laughs> af- especially after we played it the first time, kind of everyone was a little indifferent towards it. Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I didn't hate it. I had fun. I was I, yeah. real lukewarm about it. And me too. I was kind of like right in the middle. Like, uh, the, I could see how this game would be fun, but like, yeah. is it going to be fun? Then we played it three players and it was so much. Yeah, so much some of that was just like knowing the rules some of it was like knowing how to like what is the most efficient way of getting mm-hmm. victory points right like i still don't understand like the little victory point marker has a 50 plus side i, I don't it. know who's doing <laughs> like, i don't i don't know who I scores know who's that many victory points that. ever yeah, yeah i'll yeah. show you next time when i yeah. i'm just attacking you with surfs all day because <laughs> i finished the last game with 12 victory points <laughs> i feel like end end of game scoring can get kind of ridiculous if we were better at it <laughs> yeah yeah I, yeah absolutely because yeah. it's like more land you own like uh or occupy you're mm-hmm. gonna get victory points for that and like and more buildings every and all distance that. away that a tower is right and, and i've placed a tower like maximum three distance i didn't build a single tower at the last game which i didn't be... last game but i was like i could barely produce dudes last game so i, I, was, <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to worry true. about building towers yeah that was a, it was a real fun thing is like yeah. me and dan just just do our worst to each other yeah. and dave's like well, well, i'm just gonna fly around and, and i get think bread. that and i think that <laughs> says something about this game is that i did so terribly but i still had a really good yeah, time yeah, playing yeah, it yeah yeah and during it, I was just like, oh, I'm not going to win this game. Yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. can't even figure it out right now. It's in the vein of the games where there are so many different options available to you every turn. It's always fun to just sometimes be like, you know what I'm going to do? This. You know why? Because I want to. Right. right. <laughs> like, yeah, it's because it's, it's a sandbox-esque yeah. game like uh, mm-hmm. Zio or Western Legends or things like that. There's so much right. stuff to do that like I don't always have to hunt victory points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's what I did, too, this last game. I was just like, I don't know what my plan is. I'm just going to build a boat. <laughs> Because I want to. <laughs> I'm just going to build a boat and explore the high seas. Yeah, and I love building an airship for no fair reason. Yeah, it's fun. I don't think I've ever built people. either in either game. Oh, you should try a boat. It's yeah, a lot of fun. I've there's never gone goods in the water. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, there's a lot of monsters and stuff. <laughs> Pirate ships, the marauding. I found, I found all the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about me. I found them all. Uh, we also played uh, the Quest for El Dorado. Ooh. Yeah, the Quest for El Dorado. So this is a deck builder. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty light. Pretty light deck builder. Yeah, so. I mean, a, a simple deck builder. Yeah, it's, it's a race. It's a deck builder race it really is yeah so there is these octagon boards yeah i guess maybe right Uh, eight sided no no they're five sided they're (laughs) stop sign boards they're stop sign so that's an octagon that's an octagon that was a pentagon no pentagon is five yeah that's what i'm saying i think it's five i think the boards were stop signs one two three maybe it was five i don't it doesn't it's (laughs) it's not important to what we're about to explain so there are tiles yeah (laughs) there are these tiles that are shapes (laughs) yeah and so you connect these uh, pieces together, and then you are trying to be the first one to get your explorer to El Dorado. Yeah, your little Indiana Jones yep. people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have a deck of cards, and the beginner cards are like you'll have something with a machete on it, a guy with an oar, and a lady with a coin. Mm-hmm. And that's your cards. And so to move across the board, there's like hexa- jungle. Yeah, hexagon mm-hmm. spaces mm-hmm. that you move onto. And if you move onto a jungle, you have to have however many machetes it's posted on that piece. Or on that square, not it's not a square, but on that shape, <laughs> on that on that, <laughs> on that space. here for mentioned shape, <laughs> yeah, on the space that I don't know about. Why are shapes suddenly so hard for us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, and we've only played it one time, so I can't really get yeah. in my head like what shape this is. 
But so when you move into a space and you want to move there, you have to pay whatever it is. So if you move into a jungle space and it has one machete on that, you then have to play your one machete card. You move into there. Mm -hmm. If you want to move into the water and you just same thing, pay as many ores as mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. And then the coins you can spend at the shop. I don't yeah. know. The jungle shop. This is how you build your deck. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's all there's like five or six spaces where you can buy uh, buy a new card to put into your deck. So there's like three or four of each of those cards. And then there's a bunch of cards above that. So once you purchase all the cards to that one deck, it leaves an empty spot. Then whoever purchases the next card gets to essentially pick what's the next spot to go into there. Mm -hmm. So they pick a, a pile of cards and put it there. And then you just keep building your deck and you try to get El Dorado. And, and that's, that's what was interesting. Like, so I love deck builders that are part of the gameplay. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So it's a lot of fun to build my deck and, and see how much better I am late game. But the problem with this one, and it's not a problem, it's how the game is played. It's mm -hmm. a lot of fun, is that you keep going back and forth between wanting to use your cards to build your deck, but needing to build your cards because it's a race. Yeah. The first yes. person to get to El Dorado just wins. So you need to also be moving. Yeah, I was watching a review and it, it said like, don't get too caught up by who's in the lead because most often whoever's in the lead has the worst deck. Yeah, yes. yeah. And as you get towards the end, it, the cost is higher to move into spaces. Mm -hmm. You could still move on the one spots of machetes, but now it's like an S. And so it's harder. It takes you longer to get there. Mm -hmm. Or you could just jump to the three spot of machetes, but you have to have a three machete card mm -hmm. yes. and you can only get that from purchasing it. It's a really interesting game and we just played it once and... Um, Amber won because we played it once. Because yeah. <laughs> we played it once. So um, and it, and it ended up being really really close. Oh, yeah. It turns out towards well, the end. Well, for, I mean, for, for three of you, it yes. was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so Mark I, was I also got, there. I got hung up on the river. I could I couldn't get enough. Uh, any I couldn't get anything going. Well, but. and that's what was weird about it too is that I was in dead last for the majority of the game, like mm -hmm. pretty far behind because I was obsessively trying to build the perfect deck. And then end game, I'm thinking, oh, no, I forgot this was a race. But then it turns out I had a really great deck by the end. Yeah. So Amber won. My turn was next. -ish. I think I was next. You were next. And then, you were and then third. me. And I had in my hand, I like to get to the finish line. Like I, I would have gotten. Yeah. The and that's line. like yeah. and that shows like the viability of different strategies. Mm -hmm. So like Amber and I kind of had a similar strategy is like move a little bit, buy a little bit, move a little bit. And Dave was doing like buy a lot, move a little. Mm -hmm. And Mark was uh, stuck by the water. <laughs> so, yeah. And Mark was playing in a puddle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, 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 but it was a lot. Of, I, I, we caught some good fish. <laughs> so, but yeah, we all finished on the same turn. If the turn would have been a different order, then somebody else would have won. Mm -hmm. and it's a really interesting game, and there's different variants. And this game is cheap. Like mm -hmm. you can get this game on Amazon for like twenty four dollars, which is yeah, crazy because it, it's great a value. It's, yeah, it's absolutely, a it's a pretty um, not a hefty game, but it is a certainly a good like medium deck builder. Mm -hmm. Like it's not too hard. You could throw some people that don't know about deck building mm -hmm. in it. Yeah, and they have. Uh, they have a bunch of different ways and uh, to set up the board so that's why uh it's fun that it's not just a board like mm -hmm. it's a bunch of different mm -hmm. uh, shapes of boards yeah you can have like different scenarios exactly like, oh here's one where like el dorado is on an island and you have to get across the huge ocean like gap yeah. of ocean mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i want to play one where we just make it as long as possible so i can finally build the perfect deck and then just <laughs> sprint past all you losers <laughs> so there's like we didn't play with them but there's like caves where you can go in caves you get different things and, mm -hmm. and there's all kinds of variants and then there's an expansion to it. I don't know what the expansion, but it, it expands it. <laughs> it, it gets more expensive. I bet it, what 
expansion. I bet it makes more of it. <laughs> but yeah. this game was, it was fun. It's a lot of fun. And I like that there are little places to do like a card dump. Like if you've got a right. bunch of trash in your deck, which it's a deck builder, you're going to ha- always have trash yeah. in your deck. Mm-hmm. You can go get rid of those cards. But the problem is, is they're so far out of the way that you have to like. You have to it's plan like to a go risk. there. Yeah, yeah, it's like a risk assessment. It's like, uh, well, I can go here and get rid of some of this card and have a better overall deck. Or, you know, I can let Dave just like zip on down the river because he <laughs> bought all of the captains. <laughs> all right, see ya. <laughs> well, I wasn't going fishing, Mark. I was trying to win a race. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, later, dummy. My favorite thing, it was kind of the most uh, most mean troll I've done in a while, is I parked my dude right in front of yours oh at gosh, the start like, of the race. Right at the so beginning, annoying. Mark moves, I'll move one space, and just right in front of Dave. Dave's like, can two people be on the same space? Like, nope. Like, nope. Okay, then. <laughs> so I'm just, because we're on the starting spaces, so there's a dude on my left, mm-hmm. because that's how the starting lineup was, and then Mark moves directly in front of me, and I'm like, okay, so I guess I'm just stuck then. Well, yep. and that's, that's what's so funny. Uh, that's what's also so interesting about the game. So uh, the coins, the cards with the coins on it, you could spend for coins, but also everything else is worth half a coin. So mm-hmm. if you have a machete card or an ore card those two cards together is another coin mm-hmm. so if you are stuck like dave was he could just spend his whole hand and on that's Mike. what i did right so it's not like you're wasting which i think was actually pretty smart mm-hmm. um so that you're mm-hmm. not wasting your turn you can always uh, buy just more stuff yeah i like the the board too i this is i can't say enough about this because like a lot of jungle games i feel like gets they get really muddy like it's, mm-hmm. it's sort of hard for me to visually see like what's going on on the oh, board yeah you know i'm thinking of that one game um with treasure island oh yeah yeah, where, yeah. like you've got this huge jungle map and like mm. you can't really read any of it it's all sort of green all, and if you're yeah, not playing together. a game it like looks beautiful but yeah. the second you try to play it as a game you're just like I don't, this all looks the same yeah El Dorado doesn't have that problem it's like it, everything's very easily marked oh, it it's pops. easy to read it pops it's got a beautiful color yeah, it's got it a was... good eye feel <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that it was like uh, second place in the Spiel des Jahres in 2017 or something okay. like that. Yeah. it's apparently all we play now <laughs> I only play I game of the year games because I'm a game snob now. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we're the hipsters of the, so, like the popular games. <laughs> Speaking of hipsters, we played microbrew. Hey, microbrew. Yeah, microbrew. We all got our man buns out. And we went down to the <laughs> microbrew. Oh, I grew a mustache. Yes, and I well, this one has aviators. 16 different versions of hops in it, and they oh, all taste so terrible. This has an oaky afterbirth. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I actually work very part-time at a brewery, and uh, one of the guys I work with there kickstarted this. It's called a game called Microbrew. And it literally comes in a tin that is smaller than an Altoids tin. Mm-hmm. And that and it contains the whole game. Uh, so I like that concept. It's kind of neat. His came with four, and so he just gave me one. Uh, so oh. I actually taught. It's only a two-player. If you have two of the tins, you can make it a four-player. But because uh, we got, I got to Dan and Amber's early, and you were you were running late. Yep. yep. So I, I, went, I went ahead and sat down and just had them play a game against each other, and I taught it so I could stare at the little tiny rule book because it's a little tiny rule book. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little tiny rule book. Because <laughs> it fits in the wee little tin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the wee little tin. But I gotta say, like, for a wee little tin, there's a lot of content. So there's actually a lot yeah. of content. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> the you each have a player board. This is actually a worker placement game with a puzzler element to it. So you have a player board, which is basically your I keep wanting to call it a still, but that's not right. It's a fermenter. Obviously. <laughs> well, Clearly. It's copper. Duh. It's copper is why it bothers me. Because I've never seen a copper fermenter. I guess. Did it have a bung? Uh on the side, yes. Nice. That is the proper that is the proper <laughs> name for the hole in a barrel if so that we're clear. Okay. <laughs> yes. Thank God I, know, I was. I know the lingo. <laughs> I was googling that as we. <laughs> so uh, you basically sit 
and you have a bunch of different um, grain and you have dark roast grain, medium roast grain and light roast grain. And they're little tokens that are like yellow or brownish or blackish. That's the puzzle element. You can only brew a beer by taking a straight up and down line of these uh, grains to brew a beer with. But the catch is you can't like you don't really have much say in uh, placing these grains. And that's the puzzler element. You're moving them around and you can only move uh, light grains up and you can only move dark grains down and you can only switch with a grain that is lighter and or darker than the one below it. So you're mm. puzzling to try to move your grain around to get a row that would then brew that perfect beer. Because you can uh, brew in perfect beers, but the crux of this game is loyal customers. Yep, yep. That is how you win this game. You get more loyal customers. That's your victory points than the other person. Mm. You're trying to brew these beers and then serve them. And if you serve them the perfect style of beer that is their favorite, and it's a perfect beer with no contaminants, not the wrong grains or anything, uh, then they will become a loyal customer and now they're on your side. I know that's all it takes for me. <laughs> it's, just the, right it's, it's just the perfect grain <laughs> this grain is perfect i am now your customer <laughs> <laughs> so there's a it's a worker placement at its core so there's also a uh, board in the center where you can put your little workers you start with two you can get a third but my favorite thing about this because i've never seen a worker placement game that did this before is that there's only a couple of spots where you can place your workers but unlike every worker placement game i've ever played you cannot block someone from taking a spot Hmm. Now, it's not that that spot's not available. When you put your worker there, there will only be one of them. But you can just replace the other person's worker with yours. The catch being they get that worker back so they can now take an extra action in this round. So it's a very interesting mechanic of give and take. Like, is this a valuable enough thing for me to do considering I'm giving them another action mm. on their turn? Um, I, I thought that was really unique. I've never seen a worker placement game that actually yeah. gave that option. That seems real no. smart. I, I liked it a lot. And we didn't use it a lot in the beginning because, like, you only have two workers and not a lot to do. Like, in the, <laughs> in the early rounds, you're just like, and plus we're, like, learning the game. So I'm just like, I don't know, next mm -hmm. round, let's go. Yeah. So, um, but then towards the end, we were, like, bumping each other off all the time. But you don't want to give anyone uh, extra actions but you also need to do your own actions yeah, so you need to brew that beer i gotta brew to... that beer i gotta get these hipsters their beer so <laughs> question about gameplay here yes after you've bumped somebody off of the spot can they then bump you yep. off to do yep. it again yep. absolutely okay you so can you guys go back could... and forth okay. there forever mm -hmm. i was kind of curious about that because i wasn't sure like if you can only bump somebody off once no nope. oh yeah absolutely and, and so you can end up having a round that takes far longer than the two to three actions you should be able to do in a round because you can just go back and yeah, forth on i mean doing you both stuff. need that you both need them dim grains oh yeah I, so I gotta harvest i gotta gotta get them <laughs> game is this <laughs> i gotta get those malts for my stout so there's a it's obviously a worker placement there's a bunch of different options when it comes to where you're putting them but basically you're doing the puzzler <laughs> element you're brewing a beer you're trying to get a customer you're serving the beer and then in between every single action that you take, you slide this card to the other person and all of the beers that you've brewed ferment. So once they ferment four times, then you can serve They're them. They're fast to, fermenting to your brews. Customers. Yeah, yeah, you're getting more recipes for different beers. And you're and there's um, like spicy beers and ooh, sweet, sweet beers. beers. Sour well, beers? really it, I guess. <laughs> I don't think oh, there are sour beers. Oh, there's just spicy and I sweet? I think there's just spicy yeah. and Well, yeah, I guess you got to save something for the expansion, right? Yeah, the expansion is <laughs> going to be the farmhouse ales. Oh, nice. Saisons. <laughs> oh, that's so weird. <laughs> but like some... <laughs> but some of the customers, even if they're not your loyal customers, some of the customers prefer like sweet or spicy beers. So if you sell them a beer of that flavor, they will pay you more money for mm -hmm. it. I'm thinking of, I'm, I don't think I've ever had a spicy beer. A sp I like have. a cider. Uh, no, that's a lie. No, I've, I've had, had a couple spicy 
your beers? I was gonna say I had one that was like, uh, oh man, it was like it was like a super fancy stout that I got at one of the Christmas parties where oh, we used to yeah. work, and it had like chili peppers in it. Oh my! Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was pretty gnarly. I, I I'm not a fan of them. I, I, had... I was gonna say I don't think you don't even want spicy food. No, <laughs> the worst spicy beer I ever had was actually a curry beer. Ooh, oh, I like curry. Though. I like curry. But... I do like curry as well. Not in beer. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. You put all kinds of crazy stuff in beers. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, my favorite thing about it is, like, my wife and I travel a lot, and we love to go to breweries and try out different local things and talk about travel size. Like, this is yeah. the most travel size game I've ever seen. You could just stick it in your pocket and forget it's there. My phone is bigger, yeah. you know, than this game. So Yeah, I, yeah. I actually really like that. I think that's a really cool concept. Question. Yes. Do good things come in small packages, Dave? Yes. Yeah, if I thought it was mic- good. If they're yeah. microbreweries. And it's also free. So Yeah, yeah it was you. 100% worth the price. <laughs> <laughs> I love no, a free game. Also, uh, giant shout out. Thank you to John March who gave me a free game. Yeah, like, yeah. That was awesome of him. Thanks. Thanks for providing us that content. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You won't get anything for it, but you'll get our gratitude. You, for you got a worth. shout out. Yeah. Some person in Belgium just heard your name. I hope you're happy. <laughs> and lastly, but not leastly, Cryptid. 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 So in Cryptid, you play a cryptozoologist and you are trying to find this um monster or uh, beast or whatever monster. yeah 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 so <laughs> this creature so creature so we played this game incorrectly three straight times yeah so typical i don't, I don't know if course. you've heard us talk about yeah. games before we're not good so, at them so by the time we played it the fourth time the correct way this game is very fun yeah it was even so fun was, when we were playing it, it wrong i was gonna yeah. say it was fun when we were playing it wrong. so this so this isn't a real shape so i can call it whatever i want it has it has six boards numbered one to six, and they all hold like hexagon shaped tiles, mm-hmm. and then they fit together a certain way. So the game comes with a deck of cards, and the cards on one side have a map and, and how to set it up. And then on the other side, it tells you there's like five um, clue books. And then it tells you, depending on how many players you have, uh, each player gets a clue from, from one of those books. And then that is your clue from the game. So the clue will be like the creature is not within one spot of a water space Mm -hmm. so now you know that that creature cannot be there so you have cubes and cylinders cubes are essentially no's cylinders are yeses or maybes i guess are yes to me yes to me yeah Yeah. could be to me i don't know so (laughs) i see uh, a lot of things i see a lot of things i don't know (laughs) crazy world lots of smells (laughs) so um the game the gameplay itself is very simple or it should be if you play the game right so um it's whoever finds the monster or creature first wins the game so um everybody puts out their one cube to start the game saying the monster or creature whatever cannot be here it cannot be in this space so then you go around the board and you only have two things you can do. You can ask a specific person if the creature can be there. If they think the creature could possibly be there, they put their cylinder there. Good for you. Um, if they say the creature cannot be there, they put a cube there. And then you also have to put a cube out where the creature cannot be. Mm-hmm. The other thing is just asking the group, is the creature here? So on my turn, I could put my, th- there's like a one meeple that goes around searching. So you put the meeple there and it'll go in clockwise order. So, I'll, so it'll be like, Mark, is the creature here? Or could the creature be here if it is he put a cylinder mm-hmm. and then it goes to dave if dave puts a cylinder and then amber was playing she puts a cylinder if all, everybody else in the game puts a cylinder i have now won the game yes you found but if it. i found the creature but if the first person puts a square a cube then instant stops instant that stop. not there nobody else has to put anything else except for the person who guessed now has to put a cube of his own so, somewhere else somewhere, somewhere else, else on the board yes yeah, somewhere else so you'll start to see patterns if you read 
correctly, you'll start to see <laughs> patterns of where this creature can be. So the first, I think the first game, the first and second game, someone just found the creature. It mm-hmm. just turns out fine. Well, the third game, somebody, namely me, had read, <laughs> had read his rule wrong. So my rule said that it had to be within, it had to be in a desert or a forest. That's where the creature mm-hmm. had to live. Well, I read it as the creature is not in a forest or desert. So I was just saying no to all these places. Well, it turns out towards the end of the game, we realized that every spot was a no because I read my rule wrong. <laughs> the so creature was not on the board. The creature was out. not anywhere. So right. we played it again then a fourth time with all the rules and turns out this game is fun. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it, great. It's definitely a brain burner because like, you know where the creature uh, should not be from whatever your rule is or should be from whatever your rule is, but you're trying to look at everyone else's cubes on the board and trying to guess what their rule is right and it's that way and it's mm-hmm. crazy so these these books of um where the monster is or isn't it's just uh two pages but there's a hundred clues in there yeah so everyone has a hundred clues that they are getting one of and so you're trying to figure it out but it's like there's so many options oh, yeah. that you're just like what like, I, why would you put a piece there and every paper is also different yep. a little and everyone's so. different so it's so confusing like and towards the end of the game especially you're like oh i think it should be in this area somewhere near this but i don't know mm-hmm. and like amber had one so there's like um these little wooden tokens that is like a pyramid and a, a like a cylinder mm-hmm. or something and those just represent like abandoned buildings, buildings abandoned and, and stuff like, like that standing or w- watching stones right and they come in two different colors so uh, are in uh different colors so there's like black ones blue ones and white ones and yeah, green I ones so. i think and one of amber's clues was it has to be within three spaces of like a abandoned building so she knew like such a good clue mm-hmm. but like it's so hard to it's so hard to capitalize on that because also three spaces of one of those buildings is, is huge. still like half the board it's yeah. so huge so so it's just such an interesting game and this game got like rave reviews and it's funny because I couldn't find it anywhere and I so I went this is the first time I ever ever ordered a game from the company that makes the game oh. so I ordered this from Osprey Games and then I got an email like hey good news this is on back order and I was just <laughs> like oh my gosh so so annoyed and it just showed up in the mail one day and I forgot I even bought it and so I was so excited. So um, it's as if you were on a, a foggy lock. I was on a foggy lock. And all of a sudden a you looked across the expanse of water. Did I discover the creature or did it discover me? <laughs> <laughs> who saved who, really? <laughs> who saved who? <laughs> I will not tell anyone this day, creature. That is my thanks. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so that's how you play the game. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. You yeah, talk to the creature and you let him go. I guess. Yeah. So yeah, there is no end to it. It's just you found the creature. I guess you observe him. Yeah, like, that you'd snap a pick. I don't know. Yeah, we're just thologists yeah, of some yeah. sort. If there's, re- if there, yeah, cryptozoologists, Dave. Yeah. Get in the parlance we're, of our times. Nope. That's I not the proper it. nomenclature. Yeah, <laughs> Dave. Well, you see, first off, you have to be able to document that the creature exists. <laughs> Did you check the errata for this <laughs> game? Yeah. Oh, this game says read your rules you idiot (laughs) that was that was definitely a tough thing um because i'll say one tough thing about this game is that if anyone places a cube in the wrong spot like it's just it gets so frustratingly confusing well which i think happened at one point. yeah Uh, amber placed one but it turns out it wasn't like she accidentally placed it there Mm -hmm. but it turns out i was the one doing all the rules (laughs) Um, and that didn't help either it was the same game so like amber i was so confused because amber had a cube somewhere that meant that none of the rules 
worked. Like right. I was like reading through all of the rules that, and none of them worked for her. But then Dan, as it turns out, the monster wasn't even on the he board. Would, you would have never found him. That's true. I was in cahoots with the monster. <laughs> yeah, you're like. So I'm so frustrated and confused because every time I guess somewhere, I'm like, why? Yeah, it's in, and it was totally. I just didn't. It really is like it either says the monster is or is not, and yeah. I literally just left out a letter, <laughs> a word, and then that was it. Mm-hmm. I always like when we uh, do a game like that because mm-hmm. like the, I reach a certain point where I'm just like I'm no longer willing to invest the brain energy <laughs> yeah. into trying to here? find the monster fine yeah. is yeah. it here fine I, I don't even just, care I will continually guess like yeah. <laughs> it, it means nothing to me yeah, I'll say by the end of that game it was a 100% uh, agreement thing where we all said uh, we're playing something else next <laughs> yeah yeah. We, I have to play something else and that's, brain hurts. we have a couple games like that that it's just like it'll just burn you out because you have to think so much and, mm-hmm. and it's fine for a couple times but you don't want to keep playing games right. like that would be yeah. such a, a headache of oh, a day and I'm not even saying that that's not fun like it's a oh, oh no no yeah, I think a, the game yeah. is very fun it's just mm-hmm. a puzzle like you're yeah. trying to figure out a puzzle but you the the problem with the puzzle is that there's 200 pieces but only four of them go on the board <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly that is exactly yep. what yeah. this game yep. is like yeah so it's just it's just finding that sweet spot but this game I mean it's such a slick like streamlined game it's so smooth and easy and it be it's something really simple to teach somebody mm-hmm. like read that rule that's your rule yeah I, there was a remarkable amount of restraint in this game because I could picture like in the hands of someone who's not as confident in the gameplay mm-hmm. like you could have added a lot of bells and whistles to this like even like just the tokens they were simple mm-hmm. they were cube know, or cylinder cube, cube or cylinder. cylinder I mean even like the abandoned shacks were just a triangle yep. which everyone knows is this uh, most stable shape <laughs> that's <laughs> the why there's podcast just said that on that that's why they're still standing yeah, yeah that's why they're still standing uh, but that is uh, in the hands of a, a less confident designer mm-hmm. I could picture there being like oh well here's all these cool miniatures like the mm-hmm. gameplay yeah. is not as strong you just don't need that right yeah, yeah. It, it really is like a very simple game again it's got like a lot of the simple like beauty to it where it's like okay I've got this cool like big mm-hmm. cylinder thing that you like you know reminded me a lot of the do something token oh, from yeah. Magic oh, Maze yeah. Yeah. but yeah like it really is it was a good experience oh yeah, very much yeah. so it's a really good game yeah and I, I definitely want to play it some more and make sure I, I read the yeah that helps <laughs> oh the worst feeling too is like when someone asks you oh could the monster be here and you're like I know what my rule is but I have to obsessively double check my yeah. rule anyway yeah. like what number was that again? and that's 22? the thing there's okay. like there's only one way to bluff in this game at all and it's when you're asking someone specifically if a monster could be somewhere because you can pick somewhere where it can't be like yes. according to your rule so if I'm if my rule is like the monster can't be in the water I can point to a monster space and say Dave can the monster be yeah, here like a water space. and it can try to throw you off but I mean but I, ultimately I'm gonna look at the rest of the cubes yeah mm-hmm. and I mean is that worth my turn doing that like mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to win this game like I'm thrown off enough because <laughs> yeah. of my brain <laughs> yeah <laughs> right uh, first off you've watched me check my rules 600 <laughs> times and I still got it wrong right so it didn't matter mm. but no yeah. that uh, it's a good game I, I'm looking forward to playing it some more too mm-hmm. is that it did we yeah we did games? it yeah we had we some real winners this time around crap yeah we did was there anything we didn't like oh, we liked it all right um we, yeah uh, I think in yeah. general we liked it. oh, oh uh, Machikura oh, oh yeah. yeah we kind of just dragged, kidding kind of dragged Machikura a little I mean, bit there alright so uh, why don't you go ahead and just follow us on Instagram <laughs> if you should go ahead and just do that just do that random draw podcast on Instagram I will say if you follow the Instagram and then listen to the podcast later uh, the podcast will probably make more sense because yep. you'll have in your brain at least some pictures of the games that we've been playing yep yep mm-hmm. good in, pro tip yeah you could do that uh, at any time to just go back you'll see and some games um, 
we played a bunch of times, so there'll be several different pictures of it, mm-hmm. so you can get different advantage, different views, Van- yeah, Van- vantage exactly. points. Is that advantage? Yeah. <laughs> advantage <laughs> points. Hey, uh, if, you know, we're, there's even a couple pictures of us. If you want to, like, yeah. be disappointed yeah, yeah, yeah. in yeah. what we look like, yeah. If you want to <laughs> listen to this podcast while crying yourself to sleep, yeah. Yes, if yes. you hear our voices and you go, "Well, those sound like three handsome gentlemen," <laughs> and then you look at the pictures, be warned. We'll, we'll disabuse you of that <laughs> yeah. fairly quickly. Yeah. I think there's it, a dog in some of the pictures. There's, so there's yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's some dogs usually in dags. there. Uh, it's usually Millie, though, yeah. from the early days. Follow us on Twitter, uh, at randomdrawpod. Mm-hmm. Send us an email if you have any questions or comments or literally just want to chat. Suggestions uh, for games suggestions that you'd like to hear. Games? That's yeah. a good idea. Thank you, Mark. Yeah. Good, good on you. Yeah, yeah, we'll play most anything. We're not picky. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard this podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about anything. Although, be warned, if it is a game you love and you suggest it to us, I will not hesitate to trash <laughs> that game. So just let right. it be a warning. If I don't like it, let Machikoro be a lesson for the rest of you yeah if you don't like it i'm gonna say this podcast is the one bastion of honesty we have in our lives (laughs) yeah Yeah. i am forever lying to everybody else in my life but i will be honest about the games i like Mm -hmm. yeah so that email address at random draw no no not at just random draw podcast at gmail.com do we have another thing no uh just rate us rate us and review us uh stitcher give us them stars Uh, just give us a star give us a star we're worth the maximum amount of stars that that podcast service allows yeah uh, podcast uh, need your support i don't know we don't really need it. it's fine uh, <laughs> we would love your support i would love it though so yeah. check us out at spotify uh, itunes google play music stitcher pretty much anywhere you can get a, a podcast we're there yeah watching you we're everywhere you want to be <laughs> we're everywhere you want to be yeah we're better than cereal <laughs> And now for something completely different. So I was uh, always on the Deadspin the other day, and they have their annual name of the year bracket. Name of the year? Yeah. Is this like the people would, uh, name their kids that this year? Is that what it is? No, these are the funniest names oh. of the year. Oh, that's that much better. Yeah, that's way better. That's way better than you telling me Michael was the name of the year. Like, okay. Right. No, so uh, It's we... Susan, and that's for boy babies. All right. <laughs> the first round, the first regional. So this is like. This, so this it's like is like a final fourth. Yeah, yeah, it's like it is. It is a March Madness style bracket with funny names. Okay, I can't wait to read some of these to you. All right, so the number one seed is Doctor Trentington Outhouse. Wait, he's (laughs) a doctor. He's a doctor. Also, question: Are these like actual things people named children, or just people coming up with funny names? I imagine that some of these are like children's names. So, and then some of them are. I have changed my name to this. So his name isn't Doctor. It is his title. He is a. That is his. That is honorific. He is a Doctor. Trentington Outhouse. Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, they named their kid Doctor. And, and he knows something. And he's going up against the 16 seed My King Warboys. <laughs> I like My King Warboys. You that know what? Great. I want to name like a, a group in a game that I play yeah, My King yeah, Warboys. My King Warboys. <laughs> so uh, the 8 seed is Dijonese Norman. Ugh. <laughs> Versus the nine seed Eriberto Popcan. I gotta be honest, the first one would go better on a sandwich. <laughs> Dijonese. Dijonese Norman. Mm, that's a new uh, Dijonese. Yeah, makes crisp lettuce. I think you can get that from Quiznos. <laughs> the Dijonese Norman. Uh, let's see, there's Tushna Commissariat versus Sincere Friends. <laughs> Oh, that's just wholesome, though. I like Tishnook. I like Sincere Friends. Sincere Friends is spelled S-Y-N-C-E-R. I don't like it anymore. (laughs) Obviously it is. You've destroyed it for me. Uh, Let's see. We've got Truman Peyote versus Storm Duck. (laughs) (laughs) I think that one got changed. 
Ruben Storm, Storm Duck. Storm though? Duck. Yeah. It's is like, it first name Storm, last name Duck? First name Storm, last name Duck. Yeah, yeah. but obviously this is Darkwing Duck's sidekick. Yes. Yeah. Storm, <laughs> Storm Duck. Storm Duck. Yeah. Storm <laughs> Duck. Storm Duck here. Don't wear a cape unless it's rippable. So the sixth seed is a Apollo Creed Gardener. Apollo oh. Creed is one word. Oh, well. And Creed is with a hard K. I vote against that. I don't think uh, it's that great. Against the 11 seed, the criminally underrated Toka Bad Boy. <laughs> Toka Bad Boy. That is like an uh, Xbox name. That like is a gamer tag. I think all of these are gamer tags. Yeah. Uh, we've got number three, Manchester United MacGyver. <laughs> That guy's all over the place. <laughs> yep. Uh, versus Rebel Snodgrass. Uh, what's, what's it rebelling against? Yeah, Snodgrass. Snodgrass, man. You ever tried to get Snodgrass out of your yard? It's, it's impossible. Vinay Pimplay versus Ionosphere Torres. <laughs> Ionosphere Torres. Oh, man. That's the uh, the next engineer on Voyager. I was going to say, I kind of I like that they probably kept their real last name. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. change my name to Ionosphere. No, it's, it's Ionosphere, please. I would yeah. like to be called Ionosphere, though. Ionosphere. That's kind of neat. Ionosphere, Ionosphere Hubbard. Hubbard. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a good in. ring to I'm it. In. I don't know. But we need, you need like a middle initial that's just like a letter, like Ionosphere T. Hubbard. <laughs> That's really funny. I thought T too. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then find the final matchup of this region is Pretzel Monteclaro versus Terry Tickhill Terrell. Oh, I like, I, you know I I'm like on Pretzel side. Pretzel's yeah. always fun. Pretzel, Pretzel, Pretzel Monteclaro is a lot of fun. Oh, Monteclaro is a cool last name. Just like if you're like if you got introduced to like a really cool guy and is like you heard his name was Monteclaro, you'd be like really? yeah, 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 obviously. Yeah, yeah. See, but the problem is they would be introduced to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like well, right. so some of the standouts from this other region we've got surrender nada uh versus jonathan anomaly Jonathan, anomaly. that's like a fake superhero name i know right i feel like we should start combining these names like ionosphere anomaly that's i like that <laughs> dr trent artichoker versus versus <laughs> voltaire casino not even artichoke artichoker. Yeah, artichoker right Ooh, this was a good matchup the six and eleven seed uh prince howard barbecue yee <laughs> I'm sorry, not barbecue. Oh. Bear barbecue. Oh, barbecue. Uh, he makes Asian teriyaki. Yeah, fusion on a barbecue. Barbecue. And, <laughs> and he's facing off against the 11 seed Pope Thrower. <laughs> you know, to yeah. be fair though, popes are all real old. Yeah, like, you could throw them. You could, yeah, you could chuck you could a throw. Question <laughs> though, like, are they wearing full robes and hat? Because that's probably adding as much weight as the Pope themselves. If the Pope is wearing a hat, he is now a dangerous projectile. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. He's like a dart. What if his hat's full of helium? Turns out all popes are minor dirigibles. <laughs> Let's see. We Pope have... escape. <laughs> he just floats away. That's great. Be free. If he, comes, if he loves me, he'll come yeah, back. If he loves me, he comes back. <laughs> so we've got Sharky Laguna versus Surreal Sparks. Surreal Sparks. Sharky Laguna does actually just sound like a Twitch handle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hey, well, or a D, like a morning DJ. Oh, well, <laughs> Sharky, yeah, Sharky Laguna Sharky here. Laguna. Let's hear the new one by Avril Lavigne. <laughs> That's great. Does she still make music? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Boy, I hope not. <laughs> There's uh, the two seed is Deicide Huxtable versus the 15 seed Harrison What is the first name? Deicide? Deicide? Deicide. Mean? Oh, I mean, Regicide is, is killing a king. Yeah, so I assume Deicide is a killing god. a god. Yeah. Mm, Which I guess. Yep. But then the last name of Huxtable? Really? <laughs> yeah. You know. Like, I am God Killer Huxtable. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, my, a... my father was an OBGYN. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.
That's great. And my mother was Zeus. <laughs> Let's see. Some, of my, <laughs> some of my other favorite names, we've got uh, Corey Fastlane. Fastlane is spelled with P-H-A-S-T. Oh, no. I instantly am against that. Yeah. <laughs> I hate everything about that. Uh, the Fastlane. <laughs> uh, there's Raimundo Mundo. Yeah, Raimundo Mundo. Mundo. I don't even understand the I like, reference. I, kinda, yeah, I don't some, know it either. It means but it, something world, world. I know oh. Mundo is world. Oh, I like it, though. Uh, let's see. There's, uh, oh, this grid mashup. Uh, Cash Kinghorn yeah. versus Corno Pronk. What? <laughs> None of those words make sense. I, I wanna None meet, of these words make sense. I want to meet literally any of these people. <laughs> I just, I hope desperately these are real humans, but I hope it's adults that change their names. Because if you give your child any of, <laughs> like these, any names, of these names, you, you instantly have proven you are not a fit parent. Yeah, you're yes. set up for failure. Yeah. Uh, hey, congratulations. You're never going to get a job. Yeah, I'm not going to teach you any life skills, obviously. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, We've got Happy Campire versus Bubba Buckaloo. I love Bubba Buckaloo. I would go to any like crawfish eat with Bubba with Buckaloo. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Yeah, he's going to sure. great stuff. <laughs> it's going to be a shack falling apart that's half sunk into the bayou. <laughs> and then just like the best fried alligator you've ever had. Uh, Bubba, back, that's good, Bubba, that's Bubba Buckaloo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bubba Buckaloo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. And then finally, uh, last region, which I think is like, uh, they got some real MVPs here. We've got (laughs) the number one seed is Ecclesiastical Denzel Denzel Washington. (laughs) So just the plot line from the Book of Eli. Yes. Yes. 100%. What was it? Preacher Man? Yeah. That all checks out. Yeah. Yeah. That that one actually makes more sense than any other name on the list. That name is thematic. (laughs) Yeah. I love. Hold on. I also like that movie. Phone is free. The Book of Eli. I liked it. Yeah. Oh, twist. A twist. Twist. Spoiler. He's blind. He can't see nothing. <laughs> Spoilers. I like they go back and I was like, I don't know. That doesn't check out. It seems like he could see some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he could see a little bit. This is broken. He could see uh, shapes or he's something. He's facing off against Gamario Charleston. Gam- nah, he's Gamario. Gamario uh, yeah. sounds like a real name. I know. It's yeah. G also, apostrophe Mario. I'm basically. going to Charleston. <laughs> yeah, also Charleston. Like. Mustafa Tuna. Mustafa Tuna's <laughs> all right. Yeah, Mustafa Tuna's pretty good. I feel like Mustafa Tuna is the actual um, Twitter handle for Andy from The Office. Mustafa, Mustafa Tuna? Tuna? <laughs> yeah, probably. Mustafa Tuna. Let's see. We've got the five seed Paisley Boney the fourth versus... <laughs> He's a country singer, but he only sings about graveyards. Yes. (laughs) Versus the underrated Bear Spiker at number 12. Bear Spiker. That's when you're playing playing, uh, football against a bear. (laughs) Spike the bear. Spike the ball. Spike the bear. Yeah, I love it. The four seed, Alprentis von Slatten. Versus the 13 seed, Dermot Smurfit. <laughs> Both are bad vampire names. I was going to say, the first, one's, the first one's like some DMs trying to create a vampire. That's what he comes up with. And then I'll the second print- one is some DM that makes a joke vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. This, oh, yeah. You should meet his assistant, Dermot Smurfit. <laughs> yeah, Dermot. I am 10,000 years old. <laughs> get, get over yourself, Dermot. <laughs> I walked when the world was but young. <laughs> So we've got uh, the six seed Steel Fortress versus my, f- I think of my favorite of this bracket, uh, Shaky Sherpa. <laughs> <laughs> like he's trying to carry your stuff up the mountain, he's but shaky. it just keeps falling. He's like off. a recovering alcoholic, and yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. like going through DTs, carrying your stuff up the mountain, <laughs> just sweating. Uh, Why yeah. is so sweaty? Why sir? Are you so sweaty? I'm climbing up a mountain. <laughs> uh, the three seed Reverend Picks Butts. <laughs> it's P I X B U T T Z. 
Yeah, well. Well, obviously. How, yeah, well, how clearly. would you spell it? Uh, and he's facing off against the 14 seeds Kermit Sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is a type of lime ice cream. That is, a, that is definitely I'll a... take the Kermit Sprinkles. Yeah. Let's two see. Scoops. Uh, last two matchups, we've got Jaquarius Spivey versus Lionel Pimpin. I feel like Jaquarius was a joke name said on the uh, K.M. Peel sketch. Probably. Key and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Key and whatever. My favorite, my favorite part of that is like when they actually did the Super Bowl special and they had uh, real NFL players oh, yeah. mixed oh, in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like one guy's like Debrickashaw Ferguson, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, finally Telesport puts Savage versus Joe Joe Lofficial. Oh, La Official. When does this uh, end? Do we know? Uh, who I the think winner they've is? already named the name of the year. Who? I don't know. It, oh see yeah, here. tell me the name of. The, I need to know. <laughs> yeah, this, this was the thing I voted on the first couple brackets. Um, oh, did how did your votes do? Yeah, how did your bracket? Let's hold see. Up? This is round two, so it's up to round two so far. Oh well, March Madness is over. Let's so. see. So I know guys get it together. So. <laughs> Fans yeah. voted on this? Yeah, people vote. That's I, how listen, it... I was one of those people. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know why I said fans. Yeah, fans. things you shouldn't admit to, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, my boy Shaky Sherpa is facing <laughs> off against Reverend Picks Butts. I think that might be my favorite is Shaky Sherpa. Shaky, Shaky Sherpa's, Sherpa's that's got everything. It's, it's short. It's yeah. got the alliteration going it's for it. I wish I pithy. knew who the winner was. I know. The Here, grand champion. Yeah, and I could always just, we could always just update this a little later on. I guess. <laughs> like next podcast. We'll next podcast. Yeah. Breaking news. Breaking news. Guys, Shaky just... Sherpa moves on. Moves to the on. <laughs> Cinderella story. Shaky, Shaky Sherpa just ripping his way through the tournament. <laughs> I love the idea of a Shaky Sherpa getting a Boy. Cinderella story. Oh, yeah. I guess it's still going because I, I could vote right now because well, the polls opened on Thursday. I feel like I want to go vote now. The yeah. polls I'll open. send you. I'll, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. How about that? There we go. Vote for your favorite name. Will we? No. <laughs> that like, seems, well, that seems like Dan yeah, to me. Like, That's my problem. And I, I tell you what, I'm not going to remember. Put that in the show notes. Game over, man. Game over.